0: and insightful in any way, shape, or form, and I thank you very much for listening. Now, let's get started. Welcome, everyone, to a new episode of the podcast, Self-Evolutionary Guardless. All right, so today's episode is going to be about Mother's Day, the good Mother's Day. So, happy good Mother's Day, you guys. If anyone who has a healthy relationship with their family and their mother, congratulations. I wish you have the best mother and family of all time. And if you are the mother of children, happy Mother's Day to you. If you know how to raise your children, if you know that you are emotionally available and warm towards your children, then I congratulate you. Uh, with a happy Mother's Day wish. Now, although this is supposed to be an international commemoration of the mother's presence in one's life, because obviously the mom is the beginning of everything, like the beginning of one's life, and she's the first person or object to... Basically, I'm not objectifying mothers, obviously, but I'm saying she's the first person that everything is based on. The first person who teaches us how to eat, how to drink, how to sleep, how to go to the toilet, how to change our clothes, how to talk, etc. The mother is obviously one of the most important pillars that the society has that it depends on. But in so many cases and now with the pandemic and as far as I saw with the statistics that people are suffering from the domestic abuse going on during this uh lockdown and that the, the amount of uh, domestic abuse has skyrocketed since forever. Like, right now that we are in the lockdown, it seems that people are more bored than ever, and so domestic abuse would be the result. And abuse is not necessarily only physical, like I always mentioned in this, the entirety of the podcast already, that abuse can take so many shapes and forms, including even the emotional type of abuse, and a mother can emotionally abuse their uh, her children. Like I mentioned in the last uh, two episodes, before the last one actually, that was my own mother, Bear, uh, you know, they're basically triangulating me with my own sister who, first of all, had no clue about the stupid shit that happened, and second, shouldn't even intervene. Like, there's no even there's no reason for her to even intervene. And she's a mother herself, by the way, so that makes me an aunt or aunt and a daughter. And I respect that. I really do respect her as a mother of her own children because I've spent a lot of my time being patient with her children and taking care of them. While she's busy with something, whenever she comes here, she visits, you know? But um, I'm also a daughter of a mother, of supposedly a good mother, who actually turns out to have triangulated me against my siblings my whole entire life. And this is one of the most uh, prime examples where I actually became aware that she was actually triangulating me against my sister, so, I guess it's not a happy Mother's Day for everyone because in narcissistic families, narcissistic mothers unfortunately are, let's say, cursed <laughs> with, um, with like all the manipulative tactics, the triangulation skills, the gaslighting skills, all the, uh compulsive lies, all the um, uh, covert ways that she presents herself as a good person to the outside world, and then when doors are closed and curtains are covered, the shift begins and the mask falls, and it's another creature. She is the monster behind the closed doors, basically. And unfortunately, obviously, I'm not saying that in any way, shape, or form, this is helpful or or um, relieving. But this may not be a good day for everyone. It's just another day, another freaking day that passes by, and no freaking care whatsoever, because it is eventually just like any other day. It has 24 hours like every other day, so there's no really big deal about it, especially if you know that your mother has been tormenting you, has been invalidating you, devaluing you, uh, mocking you, making fun of you, just having jokes and laughs about you, Um, unappreciative of your skills and your creativity and your potential and wrecks your dreams, and sees every opportunity as for your freedom as a threat to her uh, narcissistic supply, and all of that altogether. So, basically, let's not remember the Mother's Day as the day of the monster that unfortunately wrecked our life and made it a shithole, basically torments us to the point where we don't want to live with them anymore we just wish we could go away and go no contact because of how painful it is for us to have to go through the same thing every single day not only that but today as a Mother's Day it feels like it feels like since it's another day I mean I I didn't know first of all I didn't know it was today I thought it was the 5th of May. And I didn't congratulate her, I just, I, I don't know, I forgot, I completely forgot about it. And I noticed, of course, in like on the social media, by the way, that the Mother's Day congratulations have decreased immensely. <laughs> I don't know if Facebook is aware of me and my inclinations and preferences and personal choices, but I don't know. <laughs> And, uh, on the, on the ads, like, on the television, I'm not really watching that much anymore, but I, but, you know, all, all the ads, a lot, like, a lot of the times focus on the mother being the good person who washes your dishes, washes your clothes, and, uh, takes care of you, and all that, just ordinary stuff, (laughs) nothing really unusual, but, um, in any way, I don't think that's I mean taking washing your dishes and taking care of your laundry and taking you to school back home and to work and back home doesn't really make her the full definition of a mother because a mother to be fully defined as a mother is the one who who as painful as the world can be is the one who's there for you regardless. She loves you unconditionally and she never criticizes you or judges you or puts you down or compares you to your siblings all the fucking time or makes you feel like you're useless or whenever you're trying to share a dream or something a good news with her she just basically uh makes it sound so ridiculous and so small and meaningless. Even if you try to give her, like, buy her a new gift, she would find reasons to get rid of it. And she does find excuses to get rid of it. And she gets rid of it herself. So, in a lot of ways, obviously. So, basically, in that matter in that context. A mother shouldn't be the basic one, I call her, the beginner one who only provides food, shelter, water, clothes, and that's it. You know, a rough a a roof. (laughs) I was going to say a house and a roof at the same time. A house and a roof on top of your head, and that's it. Like, she's the best mom ever. No. If she does all of that and still is not emotionally available for you is not caring for you does not encourage you does not you know uh show empathy whenever you're in trouble or whenever you're a victim of something you know um to me that's not a real mother that's not a good mother i mean you can call her a biologically related mother to you but that doesn't make her a fully defined, advanced mother. As sad as that sounds. So today's episode is also inspired by a blog called Their Invisible Scar, and I have a few articles that I'd like to read here just to support the ideas that I mentioned here and ways to stop making the Mother's Day such a huge, overwhelming deal. And to instead provide you with tips on how to make the Mother's Day feel like a true good Mother's Day instead. So just... Okay, so... So the first article is entitled, You Don't Owe Your Toxic Mother a Card, Candy, or Quality Time on Mother's Day. Whenever you see your mother, she belittles you, emotionally abuses you, treats you like a peasant, and demands to be fond over like a queen. I'm raising my hand because it happened to me. After you spend time with her, whether in person or on the phone, or even reading an email from her, you feel very, very tiny and insignificant. You can hardly remember more than a handful of times, if that, when you enjoyed your mother's company, you can't even recall feeling nurtured or loved unconditionally. And let me tell you something about this. Usually what narcissists are looking for is attention and narcissistic supply. So the only time that you're going to engage in a conversation with her, supposedly a conversation with her, turns out to be nothing but a fuel to her ego, a narcissistic supply that she's addicted to. Okay, So there you go. And you don't really feel like it's an exchange, rather, you're always feeling like you're supplying her with this supply. But even if you're trying to supply her with this excellent kind of supply, a lot of times what happens is she never gets enough. Or she's always looking for better compliments or a, a worse drama. You know, so it's always inconvenient. It's never enough. Mother's Day is to honor good mothers. Let's keep that in mind, you guys. Mother's Day is to honor the good, emotionally warm mothers out there. The holiday was not created to honor toxic, toxic abusive, neglectful mothers. Uh Uh-uh. No, no. Not a single. Not in a million years. It is meant to honor good women who fulfill the vocation of motherhood. And motherhood in its, like, optimal full definition. Not just the kind of mother who has 20 children and all she does is make their life miserable. You know, like, she compares her children to each other all the time. She favorites some and leaves others behind. She prefers, to, you know, a few as golden children and the rest as the uh, flying monkeys and some who don't even know they're loved as lost children and the rest treated like trash or the scapegoats and all of that bullshit. The truth, tris- The truth is, not all mothers are loving unfortunately and let me tell you this is a cursed transgenerational thing it's not i don't i don't want to defend her or say that it is not her fault but practically speaking and technically speaking it's every single generation's fault for abusing each other and there she was abused by her own mother so she is now abusive of you and if you don't break the chain you're going to be abusive to your own children as well. So, you are under no moral obligation to send a card or a gift or spend time with your emotionally abusive mother. You ha- you're you absolutely under no moral obligation whatsoever. You shouldn't feel guilty over not sending her candy or cards on the Mother's Day. There's absolutely no reason to. Especially if you know, and you've always known, that she is... Emotionally abusive, toxic mother. There's nothing wrong in admitting that the holiday brings up a lot of emotions. Absolutely. It's triggering. It's like the anniversary or birthday or wedding ceremony. It's really a triggering event. And that you didn't feel right giving a false impression with a card or a gift. Some who have a very minimal interaction with their mothers send them cards saying, Thanks for giving birth to me. Um, does not take, does not talk about the falsehood of the relationship. Of course. I mean, thank you for, uh, giving birth to me is like an appreciation for allowing you the opportunity to live, right? Instead of having to abort you. Like I did when they casually, just casually talked about the one time that after she had all my siblings and actually aborted a lot of children after my, golden child sister she was about to have me and she was in the hospital with my aunt and she was about to abort me but my aunt told her give her a chance uh this is your last daughter she may stay with you like the longest time you'll be grateful for that etc and she convinced her and she gave me birth she gave birth to me i mean but yeah she was about to abort me and they casually talked about it like not really in a sad, you know, painful way. It's like any other event. But anyway, I'm thankful that I'm still alive. A Mother's Day card is not going to fix everything. Absolutely. If you think that a mother card, a Mother's Day, a Mother's Day's card yeah, is going to fix everything, is like going to pop that smile miraculously on your toxic mother's face. In your dreams, okay? That's never going to happen. So, this card will not show your mother that they still acknowledge your existence. No, especially if you go no contact. Warm your mother's heart to what a healthy relationship could be. I mean, most likely, if you're ever going to send her a card, what she's going to do is either blame you or guilt trip you over everything she's done to you or literally criticize, insult, and devalue you for no reason because she feels good doing it. Open a new communication channel, hell no, and let your mom see what she's missing out on by being abusive. They don't care already. They're abusive and they like it. They love what they're doing. They're masterful of what they're doing. Trust me. If you're... And by the way, they're masterful of what they're doing because it's been decades since they're practicing. The kind of... All the narcissistic things they do. All of them. If your mother is truly toxic, the only thing this card will ever do are keep the lines open for continued abuse. So you sending her a card is now a sign for her to abuse you and like you're available for abuse basically, which is not a good idea. Knock down the boundaries that you have set for yourself, especially if you go no contact and no contact involves no messages, no calls, no voicemails, no visits, nothing at all, nada. And if you send her a card, you're basically breaking your own rule of trying to set the boundaries with this abusive mother. Lie to your mother about doing a great job mothering? Oh, like when you're sending her a card because you um, are going back to that trauma bond, and you feel guilty, and you want to thank her for being such a good mother who provided a lot for you, like, you're basically lying to yourself <laughs> and to her because you know how, f- because you second-guessed yourself, first of all, you gaslighted yourself second and third, because now you're lying to yourself and to her as to Why she's abusive and now you're telling her she's nice. Doesn't make sense. And demonstrate that you can be manipulated into lowering your boundaries. That is not what's happening here. We don't want to be manipulated into lowering your boundaries. The boundaries are there to protect us. So, a loving mother who wants a better relationship with you will give space, will give you space to heal and also work on her on healing herself as well because she's aware of her mistakes she's aware of what she's done to you she will work on herself to heal but the but it's different for the abusive toxic mothers who love what they do so no matter what it's it's been a career for them their whole life basically to finally reach the point where they're masterful at what they're doing in manipulating, gaslighting, guilt tripping, uh, trauma bonding, uh, devaluing, criticizing, etc. etc. things to you, so no reason to try to heal themselves. Some emotionally abusive mothers are awful at parenting. Uh, They don't know any better, of course. Uh, And of course, it's out of ignorance. They never really developed, you know, like uh, more knowledge, or discovered, or educated themselves about ways to better parent. It's like it's that's all they knew all their life, and what's been practiced on them is gonna be practiced on you. The same way, you know. And through therapy, honest communication with their children, and boundary setting. Well, of course. They don't even go to therapy because they think they're fine. They can learn to change and sustain that change for a long time. Oh, and of course, here, a healthy mother. Well, what a healthy mother would do. If she were healthy, then through therapy, honest communication with their children, would obviously be much better. And they can learn to change and sustain that change for a long time. A mother who is making a true effort at becoming better and an emotionally healthier person will understand that her child has emotional wounds and perhaps does not want to celebrate Mother's Day. She would probably do that if she were healthy, but unfortunately, no. So a toxic mother will make this holiday hellish, absolutely. Especially, I mean, in the countries where it's actually official, like you have to celebrate it. Most readers of the Invisible Scars have toxic mothers. These mothers will make a simple holiday into a spectacle. But only you can decide whether to continue setting your boundaries or not. So... So yeah, basically they will make it hellish because it's all about attention and once it's mother's day it's all about them so obviously they need the most attention and the most narcissistic supply now here's a trick i have four sanity saving tips for ignoring mother's day and you're fine keeping any answer brief and friendly and then wait what that's the same article and then, and then, how do you handle your Mother's Day when your mother was abusive? Let's go through these quickly. So, the four sanity-saving tips for ignoring Mother's Day, if you ever have a toxic one. Number one, remember that this holiday may not pertain to, all, to you at all. When you have an emotionally abusive mother, you didn't have one worth celebrating, absolutely. Number two, avoid social media until Mother's Day... Mother's Day frenzy dies down. Do not feel guilty about going, giving yourself a break from social media. And do not think it's a sign of weakness if you need to avoid social media right now. There's no need to, to for guilt at all. Avoiding social media may be what your heart needs right now. Especially because of all this annoying status uh, that people post about my mother my mother my mom. You know, it's so freaking annoying. Especially if you grieve your own mother. I need to take care of you, my babe. You need to take care of you. Number three, be mindful of your TV viewing. Avoid watching commercials by not watching TV. I suppose that. Don't watch TV. Instead, pop in a DVD or something you've been meaning to see but put off for a long time. It's actually a good idea. Or find some other non-celebratory friends and have a dinner party or a movie-viewing party at home. Friends, of course, who don't really consider Mother's Day to be a big deal because they've had a mom that's been toxic, abusive, and emotionally intolerable themselves. You don't owe it to anyone to celebrate a holiday that does not resonate with you. Absolutely not. Number four, go through your day like every other Sunday. So, what to tell the people if they ask you? For example, I had a nice Sunday, thanks for asking. That's a typical, very nice, brave answer. What would another person say? So, imagine if this person says, happy Mother's Day. If you had a toxic mother and you don't really want to celebrate it, you just say, um I have a lovely or good or fine relaxing Sunday or whatever day of the week it is, thank you and then change the topic. So these answers work if you'd rather not go into your past. You're not lying, you mentioned that Sunday and a day, not a mother's day. But say I want to briefly you want to briefly on what your childhood was like. So, those approaches may help, yeah. Okay. So, what another person would say is, for example, how was your Mother's Day? You'd say, oh, just like any other day, thanks. And you change the subject. Another example, did you have a fun Mother's Day? You'd say, I don't really do Mother's Day. But yeah, I had a nice or great Sunday. Etc. You know what? It's. Note that in these examples, you change the subject after answering. That's because you may not be asking, how was yours, and then get stuck listening to answers that make you feel sad, sort of hurt, and wee bit jealous. And maybe at a certain level, like a little emotionally abandoned kid again. And that's fine, you know, you don't have to reciprocate that curiosity about their day. Your good friends will understand you why you don't want to dig deep into the going-ons of the day. Strangers who ask just really want to either seem polite or just talk about themselves. But usually, if you don't want to ask about theirs, it doesn't mean that you're selfish. It's just that you're not trying to remind yourself of that painful past you've always had. You're fine keeping any answers brief and friendly and then changing the subject. There's no rude thing to do about that at all. So what to tell your family members? Okay, this is going to be long. I mean, what to tell your family members, basically, you don't have to tell them anything. Just if you're feeling guilty about not getting together with your mom, you can tell them the truth, but I don't really suggest it because it's going to be a whole nother level of smear campaign. Speaking the truth doesn't mean you have to be long-winded, you know? um, Speaking the truth means not bullshitting other people, not feeding the lies that surround family dynamics, not continuing to participate in a toxic relationship for the sake of appearances, and not for hurting someone else's feelings. But telling the truth to people is really difficult especially in terms of finding the person to trust to tell them the truth in the first place especially in family because family you know it's, it's messed up really usually a lot of people talk together and it's uh you know mi- mixed messages get sent and it's it's a mess So Now let's go to the next article so how do you handle your mother's day yeah what? how do you handle your mother's day when your mother was abusive this is another article real quick celebrate what motherhood means to you if you're a mother celebrate what a gift that your children are to you what an amazing opportunity you have to parent in a different way from which you were brought up i'm pretty sure that once you had a like Once you realize that your mother was abusive and toxic, you promised yourself you're going to be a better mom to your own children. And you should be grateful for that blessing if you have children right now. Motherhood is beautiful, difficult, wonderful, and challenging uh, vocation when done right. Celebrate the journey that you're on. Number two, honor maternal figures in your life. The good ones, obviously. Take this opportunity to let this woman... So, of course, this woman can be like your aunt, your grandmother, your, uh, I don't know, sister from another family, your sister-in-law, your mother-in-law, etc. This woman who's actually good mother. Take this opportunity to let this woman know how much your, her presence has meant to you and what a blessing she has been in your life. Number three, mother yourself. It's a good tip. Your mother was an awful example of motherhood. She yet yeah, she treated you very badly, but you can stop letting her do so. You can stop listening to all the bad self-talk that is actually her in your head, hers in your own head, and now start speaking to yourself in a loving, kind tone that good mothers do. Make a commitment to treat yourself with respect, love, and encouragement and gentleness. You are a gift to the world. And though your own mother might not have appreciated it or been unable to properly demonstrate it, gratitude for the gift. Be appreciative of yourself regardless. Okay? So. Moral of the story is, do not allow yourself to be abused again by a toxic figure who has... Abused you all her life. Okay. If you have a choice. Of. Looking up. To someone who. Has been a good. Example. Of a good. A worthy motherhood. Let her know that she has been a great part. In your life. And mother yourself as well. These are the great tips. That I. I. I really love to do and I really love to share with you right now. So yeah, happy Mother's Day to everyone who has a good relationship with their mother, who is a mother to her her own children, a good mother to your own children, and don't worry about it. It's just another day. It's another 24-hour day that's gonna pass, you know. And not having to celebrate it because of how emotionally painful your mother has been to you. You know, um, just just don't celebrate it and don't feel guilty over it. And do the tips I said. Don't do otherwise. If you have been pained, don't let this pain take over you. Okay? You deserve better. All right. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it, and I will see you in the next one. So, folks, that's a wrap for this episode, and as you can guess, this is my goodbye speech. (laughs) Uh, Just kidding. I hope you found this episode enlightening to some degree. You can always like, comment, favorite, share, and even subscribe to this podcast here on Anchor FM or any other platform where where you'll find my podcast available, like Podbean, Stitcher, Spreaker, Acast, Radio Public, Overcast, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and recently I've added my podcast in TuneIn as well as Red Circle. That's where you'll find my podcast also available. I'd also appreciate your support for a very small monthly fee. If you have any topic suggestions, questions, some feedback you'd like to share, don't hesitate to send me a brief voice message and I'll take care of that. So to conclude, this was Self Evolution Regardless. I'm your host, Maram, and I will see you in the next episode.